welcome to Drunk History Presents The Dark Ride, a fun theme park podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan Bieber, and I'm here with my co-host, Adrian Hamilton. We are two diehard fans of the themed-out world, and we started this show because we know that cool people like this stuff, too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting theme nerds and have a few adult beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what we're going to be riding today. All right. Listen here, boys and girls. We got something that's straight out of your mom and pop's MCU. That's right. We're going old school Marvel and heading to that other Orlando theme park. While there, it's time to go over to Superhero Island to face off against everybody's favorite masked metal monster. Today, we're sliding past the plywood flat exteriors and getting fear ripped out of us on Dr. Doom's Earfall. So let's get some drinks and some facts, and we'll be right back. Hello, you can call me Dr. Victor Von Doom. Disrespectful, I might hit you with a harpoon. Seven grades, seven junkies in the bathroom. Traumatized, I'm forever like a tattoo. ready to get the terror sucked from the very marrow of your being? Oh my gosh. That's what old Metal Mouth wants. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> well, indeed. Uh, I feel like I was in like my like a, in the basement of a college party with that song that just came in. <laughs> it was like, I had, yeah. like I was drinking jungle juice and I was, you know, five deep. And <laughs> that's, that's how we roll. That's how that's we how roll we over roll. here at, uh, at the Dark Ride. The dark rod rolls yeah. deep. Uh, so, you know, like you just said, uh, in order to have a successful party in a basement of a frat house, you need to have some drinks. This is a drinking show. We also need our drinks. So uh, today we're going to be having, and this is very appropriate for that same dank, dark basement that you were just in your, in your mind. Today we're going to be having Fantastic Four Locos. Oh. That's right. Damn straight. This is a B-level attraction, and it deserves a B-level drink. So grab that can of the sweet stuff and put it in a mug. Let's get this thing this going. This might make me rethink so, how I rate this ride so that I don't have to drink that much. Jeez. Right? Well, it's true. And and so, like, uh, you know, I know that uh, just in case you don't have any Four loco in your liquor cabinet. In case or in you're your not pantry, Or um, yeah, amongst your cleaning <laughs> supplies or in your garbage can. You know, don't don't you worry, baby birds. Uh, Papa's not going to leave you out in the cold. Uh, if you want to make your own old school danger juice, or as I call it, faux loco. Oh, cute. Like fake. Uh, just follow this recipe courtesy of Gizmodo. You're going to need 20 ounces of malt liquor. That's half a 40, so make two portions and split it equally with your dumb friend. <laughs> uh, get four ounces of 80-proof vodka. Uh Probably the cheapest, the better. Get you got pop off. Wow. Go for pop off. Uh, <laughs> one uh, Baroka tablet or whatever caffeine pill you like. 
you can also leave this part out if you don't want to be a complete heathen. You know, choice is up to you. It's fine. Uh, you're going to add to that three tablespoons of Kool-Aid mix because, you know, who don't like Kool-Aid? The big red man himself. Uh, one tablespoon of sugar because why the fuck not? You just put in Kool-Aid. Why not put in more sugar on top of that? Uh, mix everything except for the 40 in a jug and <laughs> shake it until it's all dissolved. And then you're going to slowly add the malt liquor in. Uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, you are playing with danger. Is this Dr. Doom so, or Dr. Death? <laughs> this, might be, this might be Dr. Death. This is a Kevorkian beverage right here. So, uh, so now that we have our oh, so delicious beverages, let's talk about those sweet, sweet mugs we're using. Adrian, what are you um, drinking out of today? I'm going old school, back to the universal of my youth, and I am drinking out of my Yogi Bear mug to pay homage to the Hanna-Barbera ride that I really loved from back in the day. Hey, boo-boo. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> like, never has there been, like, a cartoon character that is just a thief that has been more, like, a thief? more beloved. <laughs> just, like, he's a glutton. A thief. He's an outlaw. <laughs> I mean, he's everything. And he's, and he's my best friend. Sorry. Only he's, he's a hat and a tie. tie on. <laughs> goals. Hashtag yeah, goals. Profession. <laughs> <laughs> uh me too hashtag me too um so uh the uh today i'm drinking out of my my uh iron man mug because this is a this is a marvel ride you know you wouldn't know it from the look of it things have changed quite a bit since 1999 when this sucker came out but it's it's still marvel so i'm counting it and therefore i got my iron man mug it's, uh it's just it's got like a little you circle. are iron man it's like Iron Man, I am <laughs> Iron Man. It's the only line I know from that movie. I am Iron Man. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's. I guess let's, let's, let's just get go. into it, right? Uh, this is this is Doctor Doom's Fearfall. Uh, it is located on Yancey Street, aka Super Villain Alley, at Islands of Adventure Superhero Island, uh, at the. Uh, Islands of Adventure Resort. Uh, it opened on May 28, 1999. That shit is an opening Woo! day attraction. Cheers to the opening day attraction. Damn straight. <laughs> bomb, baby, bomb. Pew, pew. Um, <laughs> yeah, pew, pew. <laughs> That's what I say when I think about this ride. I shouldn't be so I shouldn't be so mean to this because I actually do I actually like this ride. Uh, I have, I have no business liking this ride because it's, it's not a very well, good one, but I kind of love it. We have a good ranking system that you know separates the fact that some things might be technically crap, but they just might be fun, and this might be a prime example of that. Totally, absolutely. Um, so, uh, what is this? This is a uh, a space shot tower ride. Um, it's, it's, you know, the classic pulley-driven uh, tower ride where you shoot up from, uh, from the loading station and uh, you go way up tall and then you kind of, like, uh, float down. Um, so instead of being, like, a free fall where you're coming, you know, you're, you're going down, like Tower of Terror, it's kind of the opposite. And you're, you're flying up. Uh, after walking through the queue, guests arrive at Dr. Doom's launching platform. After boarding the vehicle, a Doombot begins the countdown 
After the countdown, riders are launched into the air for approximately two minutes. After the riders return to the ground, Doom laughs maniacally as he successfully got everything that he wanted, which is your fear juice. And the countdown may not always be the same, making the pre-launch kind of scary. And people freak the yeah. fuck out while waiting for this ride. Because you're like down kind of low. You can't yeah. see anything. You you know, you're you're kind of like in a room without a ceiling on it. So people kind of freak it's out. It's like when you're a kid and the doctor does the phone um, shot countdown when he's like, all right, I'm going to give you a shot in one. Yeah. Two, and you're like, he's like, I already did it. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, why do kids like freak out over shots so badly? Like, I mean, myself included. I remember being so scared of him. And then I remember having one and then being like, oh. Yeah, I mean, all. I think so... it's just like somebody's like, you know, literally like poking something inside of you. You're just kind of like, this is unnatural. Yeah, I plus like when you're really young, going through like all your vaccinations, like, yeah, like, you know, when you're two or whatever, before earlier than two, there's probably just, some pretty You're getting shot up a lot as a kid. Like, They're just like, like, you're just every time you go to the doctor, it's a shot. Like when you would go for your physical, you'd have to get a shot every time. And it's like when you're an adult. Like, you get the flu shot, but, like, you don't feel like every time you go to the doctor, they're, like, giving you some sort of shot. I still feel like a very brave boy yeah, yeah. now. Like, when, I get, when they're, like, when they're like, like, oh, you need a shot yeah. today. Is that okay? And I'm, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't fine. affect me. And they're, like, ma'am, cool with that. we hope not. You're in your late 30s. Grow up. <laughs> uh, Universal Creative took... A, a six-year-old pulley and compressed air-driven ride system and uh, and doubled it by creating two towers. Uh, you know, too low of, uh, of capacity. Sorry about that. A little, little ringy-ding-ding. Um, so, how tall are the two towers? Adrian, can you guess? I'm not going to give you any hints this time because it's a theme park number that you should be able to get your you know get your guess on with okay. how tall do you think that the towers are uh like the total the total height 180 feet 180 feet 182 feet close <laughs> so you you actually when you when you fly up you fly up 185 feet okay and the towers are just under 200 at 199 feet, flying under the the 200 foot rule of all uh, I don't know, like all, oh, it's all, all, it's all, all attractions um, or just towers in general that just so you don't go over the fly zone. Yeah, because otherwise you would need to have a big flashing red light yeah. on top of your on top of your thing. And so Disney is very famous for being everything is is like right up to the mark at right 200 there. feet. Yeah, and so they'll make things look a lot taller by doing, you know, like foreshortening and, and other imagineering tricks. But uh, in general, nothing will be higher than 200 feet unless you see a big flashing red light on it, which Disney does not like to do. No. So, you know, this ride's very, it's, it's very simple. So I don't really have any other facts for this ride. So because I don't have any facts for the ride, I thought that I would give us some Doctor Doom comic facts. Because why not talk about the dude? Well, that's great because I'm going to disclose something right now that I'm not like a superhero person. And this might be like why I don't have a super connection 
to a lot of universal rides is because I don't know, like, I don't watch superhero movies. I don't know who Dr. Doom is. Uh, I know it's something with the Avengers. Oof, wrong. Isn't, isn't... So, all right. So, so Dr. Doom or Victor Don, uh, Victor Von Doom is the sole monarch of, uh, Latveria. What and is the, yeah, some made up country and uh, that's supposed to be Latvia, but they <laughs> Latveria instead. Uh, and he's the arch nemesis of the Fantastic Four, <laughs> okay? <laughs> right? So, so like that's like that's where he comes, uh, where he's famous from is like the Fantastic Four, uh, world, which you know, like has crossovers with Spider Man, Silver Surfer, um. You know some of the other Marvel characters, but I don't think that they cross over into the Avengers territory ever. See, in my world, um, the Fantastic like, Four are Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy. So I don't know even like who you're talking about. Who the Fantastic Four? Very are. upset with you right now. Yeah, I'm sure they're great though. <laughs> fantastic, even. They they are they are fantastic. Uh, so uh, like I said, uh, Doctor Doom is a monarch, right? So he's like you know the sole king of Latveria, uh, and because of this, he has diplomatic immunity within the comic series. So like the whole world knows and is well aware that he, that Victor Von Doom is this crazy villain, but they're unable to touch him because he has diplomatic community. What does that mean from who? I think it's like, it's kind of like, like Vladimir Putin, like, or, or like, or Trump, you know, they like, they're able to do like these kind of absurd things and then, and then not be held accountable because, for some reason, uh, these podcasts always get political, and <laughs> we can't help it. There's something about theme parks that just goes there. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it even further into the the political sphere. So there are there are many Doctor Dooms because in, in the Marvel multiverse there are many universes that Doctor Dooms could exist and do exist in. And Doctor Doom is very is like a very very smart guy. He figured out a way for him to hang out with all of his other Doctor Dooms. And they do this at the, they all hang out in the Parliament of Doom, where the different Dooms are, are reigned supreme by the one, uh, the one Doom from Multiverse 616, which is our multiverse, uh, like Earth 616, and the one is, that this ride is. So like, you know, the Doctor Doom that we know and love is the, the leader supreme of the House of Parliament. Oh, of I Doom. thought you were going to say that, you know, they all hang out at the old, you know, alma mater where they got their doctorate in, in Doom. Um, no, I mean, like, other other than the Parliament of Doom, they hang out at the Cracker Barrel a lot. Oh. They're into the crack. Yeah, they're into but the But they're doctors, they like the man. Like, shouldn't they go like, somewhere yeah. a little classier? Eight years of school? Who doesn't like chicken fried steak? Who doesn't like chicken fried steak? What can all I say? Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of schooling. There's a lot of schooling to become... This PhD. Uh, so Doctor Doom is also <laughs> PhD of Doom. Um, Doctor Doom is also a prepper, uh, which which I found interesting. Uh, so one of one of the strangest examples of his prep skills uh, is that is that Doom holds several pieces of the cross which Jesus Christ was crucified on, uh, <laughs> and the the purpose behind this is to ward off vampires. I can't even. He's I use... can't even believe what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's gonna use part of the cross to uh, I don't know, stab stab Edward in the chest. Oh, like Edward. <laughs> so Doctor Doom has met Jesus Christ, is what we're saying here. 
I don't know if he like met him or if he like just found the cross. And, oh, okay. You know, like so he's like an, he's a doctor found, found and an archaeologist, and oh yeah, he also like knows how to fight off and a king. I mean, the guy is like I'm, we're talking about a triple threat here. He is a multi-talented super. Now I think he deserves sure. his own ride. Now I'm starting to get it. Exactly, exactly, and so I think that you know as uh, as Disney continues to go forward, so like. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of Fantastic Four movies that have been made, uh, some bad, some worse. And I think that Disney will probably, like, you know, do their version of a Fantastic Four. And if there's a if there's a Fantastic Four movie, Doctor Doom is involved. He's like he's very big in that in their story. Well, I mean, you got to give it so, to him. It takes four fantastic people to take him on. And. Yeah. So he's he's something special. I do not understand. He's I do not understand and superhero movies at all. He's he's something special, and he knows it. He has he has such an ego on him that he actually decided that he would make his own holiday, and it's called Doomsday. Okay. <laughs> and it's held whenever he declares it, or on his birthday. Either. So he's just like, you know what, guys? Break out the uh, the scary Christmas tree. It's Doomsday, and Exactly, today, exactly. Today we're going to talk about all the medical things we can do that are really just awful. Okay. <laughs> I I kind of really love this kind of unchecked egomania. Like like something really nice about it, really like special where you're just like, Oh, this guy can he's go just off anywhere. The rails. Like he's he is yeah. a, he, he, he might is totally make, off he might the declare rails. it's a holiday. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um so, all right. So, I think I think that's gonna wrap up our segment in the comics uh, this this week. Uh, so, Adrian, tell me, like, what what are you? What are your thoughts? Like, what are what are your initial memories of this so ride? This, or thoughts? This is of, um, uh, Universal's answer to our art front runner, Tower of Terror. Um, it is. Uh, so obviously. There's just not many things that can hold a candle to Tower of Terror, one of the greatest rides ever. But um, this is a lot of fun, and it's sort of the reverse because I feel like the fun of this ride is in going up, not necessarily coming down. And um, but, oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, this 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 ride's all, all about, about going, going up, up, and then and then coming down is just like, oh, I get a right. cool view. And that's what's the opposite because the the fun of Tower of Terror is is coming down and then going back up and coming down. So, um, yeah, the, that's, that's just a lot of fun. I remember just, just thinking it was a lot of fun. I don't remember, you know, like, I don't think I'm going to be, you know, saying anything that's going to shock anyone. This isn't an overly themed ride. This isn't a, uh, you know, something where you're just like immersed in, in doc, like we don't know that Dr. Doom could, you know, call a holiday. It doesn't come through in the ride. I think that if they had like little plaques saying like, you know, like March fifteenth is Doomsday because Doctor Doctor Doom said that one time. I think they should have leaned into the joke, um, is which would make it for me a little bit better of a ride. Like there's that like that there's that door that has the is that him the skeleton? Yeah, yeah, and that's really all you get. Yeah, there's like some videos and stuff that play, and it's all you know. Let's uh, let's be clear that that everything in Superhero Island is, you know, the '90s version, the the bankruptcy version of Marvel. So, 
it's uh it's it's all based off of the comics and the and the cartoons that were coming out in the 90s and and so you know everything is very cartoony and flat and comic sans and like you know it's it's very much you know prior to any kind of like successful uh movie and you can feel it and you can feel it it feels dated yeah for sure i think it's due for a refresh because i don't think we should get rid of the ride system because i think it's a lot of fun but i do think that they should close it down for like a year or two and update it i would like to like uh to go up again you know like oh like come back and get that one shot you think that's because of a time thing i I mean it's one of these things where there's only two going at a time right uh, yeah, there's only two going at a time, uh, and they each hold, I think they each hold 16 passengers, and this has a very low hourly uh, output. It's, it's like only like five. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's, why we're, that's why we're going up once and we're coming right down, because it's a slow yeah. loader, and um, yeah, but yeah, overall, fun, fun, fun ride. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's super fun. Um, this is uh, my mom sherry beaver's favorite ride at islands of adventure and i was actually able to talk to her earlier today uh and i thought that i would uh play that conversation now so So everybody this is this is my this is my mama see part of the park yeah wait yeah the Um, the view is pretty awesome from up top yeah i like that it's really not jolting yeah You, you get this like thrilling experience without really um hurting your neck or anything it's not like a um like like this one like even i mean you love tower of terror but this is kind of like like when we go to universal this is your ride Mm -hmm. i mean like i remember last time i think we rode it like four times and you went back for a fifth without any of us we went to the arcade and you were like no i'm doing the ride again well yeah because i'm gonna do the ride rather than an arcade and arcade is nothing for me I'm just going to sit there and watch you do an arcade. I don't do any of the arcade games. So it was just something, I mean, it's not like I was like, you know, um, had to go back. It's just that it was something better to do with my time than watching you at an arcade. Oh, in my mind. Okay. At the time. In all of our minds, it was mom is going to do the ride again. I guess we'll kill time at the arcade. <laughs> So, I think, uh, I think well, maybe that, you know what, maybe it was that way. I just, you know, every so often I will have an exuberant period of time and everybody thinks I'm a little wacky when I'm doing that. You know, like, well, what was happening here? Oh, when I was putting up the chandelier, when I was wa- wiping the chandelier and putting my new, my new uh, little um shades up people thought i was like wacky that that was making me so excited but but yeah i have these things like that and you gotta find find joy in the little stuff um yeah i i feel like with dr doon at the time you you know you could get on much quicker i mean i feel that way about tower of terror too if you didn't have to you know go what's nice about you get that thrill and that excitement without having to go through all of the precursor like you have to do for uh, Tower of Terror. You know, you have to go in that room that is the elevator and that takes time and that's a wonderful you know, for at least one time, even a you know, certainly one time a visit to do the whole experience but sometimes you just want that 
thrill, yeah, you know, the and cue, the cue for Tower of Terror is obviously, you know, much more elaborate than than for yeah. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is like all cut out. It's like basically cut out. So yeah. You're hiding behind like walls the entire time. So, yeah, yeah, I hear you there. If you're if you're just looking for for a thrill, uh, that's that's a, a lot easier and, and a lot more repeatable because you can just kind of like yeah. run back around in line again to get back on. Exactly. It's repeatable. That's what I love about it. And, but, you know, Tower Terror has more, I like that Tower Terror has stops and goes, you know, a, a drop, a stop drop, and then it goes again. And, it, and I like the way it goes to the side, you know, or goes forward. Those are all nuances that are very nice for that type of ride. But um, if you're just looking for that, that feeling, uh, that tickling feeling in your stomach, you you get that, you know, in full force on Doctor Doom. Totally, totally. Um, well, thanks, Mom, for for <laughs> sharing your opinions on it, and uh, and uh, you know, we're happy to have you, happy to have you on the show. So, thank you so much, and uh, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Yeah, that's my I mama. Mean, she brought up some valid points. Yeah, my mom. My mom's a theme park, a theme park lady. She, I, I she love raised her. us well. She she's so right about two things. You don't get like jerked around. You're like really held in there. Well, you don't come off with like a bad back. It's like it, it keeps you like sort True. of in, which is very different from Tower of Terror, where you have got that flimsy little belt and you like fly into the air and you're just banging around. It's a little different. Yeah, but like your like your grandmother, I kind of I kind of like that you you like yeah, get a little fly get, you zone, you know, air. like that. I but like that you're al- not. Yeah, I like that you're I think not. She's super also right about when she says you, you, sometimes you just want to get on the ride. You don't want to go through all that like pomp and circumstance. And what's interesting is I feel like a lot of people feel this way. You and I are people that love a good cue, but like I think it was on our People Mover episode. My sister, when we we were doing the cue for People Mover, she gave it a five because she's like. I like that I just get right on the ride. That's a perfect cue for me. And it was just very different from like our, like, well, it's not an elaborate cue. And so it's just, I do think that there's a lot of people who are like, you know what? I like that I can just kind of get in there and get on the ride. And maybe that, maybe there's sure. an yeah, aspect yeah. of that that we, um, we don't consider when we rate the cue that it is great sometimes to just get on the ride. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, not not in this case, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, I I you know I can I kind of get it with especially with people mover, you know, you're there's a giant disc that you get to walk on. I'm a big fan of those giant turntables. Yeah. I love them. So, I, I yeah, I kind of get I I understand where where your sister was coming from yeah. with that. With that and thought, I so. totally agree with your mom. I would totally go on the ride again and not watch people play around in an arcade because like. That just sounds awful. <laughs> I didn't even know there was an arcade there. Hey. Yeah, so instead of instead of exiting through the gift shop, you exit through an arcade. I believe it's Kingpin's arcade. And uh and it's filled with like, you know, bad claw machines and like, you know, versions of like outdated versions of uh oh. California racing or whatever 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 the, the motorcycle no, or thanks. car game was of the day. It's it's very it's very nineties. It's definitely very nineties. Um, all right. So what do you think? You want to uh, get our game on? All right. Cool. Let's 
drink this ride. Metal phase two. Operation Tuesday. I free up on bad dreams, back up screams and drifty Fear for mad schemes that hit shot like drifty Pop, pop, in an instant, just smoke like Winston cigarettes Holes get ripped off like Nicorette R.I.P. Still keeping up that frat basement feel here You gotta, gotta keep yeah. it keep it in that dank basement Keep it there Alright, so we're gonna play Drink That Ride uh, This is a, uh, a ride ranking game uh, A drinking game we uh, take a drink after each of our categories. Uh, we have five categories. They are Q, worth five points, length of ride, worth five points, thrill level, five points, and immersion, which includes the sight, sounds, and the ride vehicle. That's 10 points. Uh, then those are our technical rounds. And then we do our, our dark horse category. That's the fun level. Uh, Universal is selling fun. Are they doing it successfully in this case? We'll find out. Uh, the shittier the ride is, the drunker you get. So guess what's going to happen today? You're going to get loco <laughs> over here. Um, Just like they're four fantastic loco four. Up in here. Um, you know it. <laughs> so uh, we start at the start, and that is the queue. Uh, riders enter the science laboratory of Dr. Doom. Uh, with many televisions showing the details behind the invent uh, the invention uh, that Doctor Doom has uh, created, uh, and its ability to defeat the Fantastic Four, you soon become a subject of Doctor Doom, uh, and he traps you so that you can have your fear extracted. Your fear will become the ingredient that he needs uh, for his weapon schemes. Uh, all this is to say that you uh, walk around some chain link fences and around some plywood flats. Uh, in Comic Sans Driven Land uh, until you reach some hung Magnavox televisions from 1999, giving you the following safety spiel. Do not, do not forget to put your head against the headrest. Oh my god! I don't god. want to miss a drop. That's the worst thing a doctor could ever say. Oh, so ridiculous! <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> dangerous. Um, okay, so uh, this cue is not. No, very it's trash. Uh, there's like a, there's like a lot Oof. of uh, plywood cutouts, and there's a lot of. A bad, very boxy old televisions, and uh, at one point you you do you go into the uh, Latveria Embassy, which is just a room that they have a projector going on where they talk about like Doctor Doom enslaving all the people of Latveria and putting them through this machine. And when he got all of their fear, he decided to bring it to Orlando. Okay. Yay. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's it's pretty bad story, and it's uh, well, yeah, it's very dated. It's um, it feels cheap. Uh, it's 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 in need of a refresh. Uh, it's something. It's you just kind of want to forget it. You kind of really want to just put it out of your mind. It's like 
one of those things that like you do in life where you're just like, you know what? Let me just put that one out of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It does. uh, It does go with the whole land, you know, like the whole land is this like very cheesy, super saturated colors. Like it's, you know, there's, there is something with like, uh, Oh, I'm experiencing a comic book page come to life that, you know, I kind of, uh, uh, understand but i think that it's done a little bit better next to next door in toon lagoon than it is in superhero uh yeah this this whole land and this ride isn't for me um but here's the difference like but but it's still but it does have one of your favorite rides rides. of all time too Uh, spoiled it already i'll spoil it again spider-man yeah um here's the thing that is interesting about this like you know like I, I mean, I love Star Wars, but it's not, like, my favorite thing in the world. I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. It's not my favorite thing in the world. But, like, Disney made that land, like, for everyone. Like, you could love Star Wars or not, and you could be, like, you could you could go in that land and be wowed. And I feel like if you're – I don't know the difference between Marvel and DC. I, none of this is up my alley. I watch Pride and Prejudice and Love Actually. Um, so – this is so not for me and I um and I feel that way when I'm here. I feel a fish I feel like a fish out of water. Sure, sure. I mean this this uh land is for me. It was like directly made for me and I still think yeah. that it's not very good. So and you know, uh, I guess we're gonna need to get into it at some point, probably with Spider Man, but uh, this this land or the Hulk, or or Storm Force Accelatron, maybe maybe we'll get to get into it for that one. Uh, this whole land, you know, is the reason that uh, that we're not able to have our MCU Avengers in Orlando. So, you know, Universal got the rights to all of Marvel back in the '90s, and now there's uh, still a contract that exists where Disney can't, even though they own Marvel, they can't have anything huh. uh, east of the Mississippi. The, the the letter of the law. So that's why, uh, and, and so the way that it works is if the character is uh, has, makes an appearance in Superhero Island, then you can't have it in Disney's Florida parks. So we get things like Guardians of the Galaxy because they don't they're like kind of a lesser known grouping of characters and they didn't, they, they don't show up at all in islands of adventure. So that's why we're able to have them or like Ant-Man, you know, things like that can be in Florida where they can't be. And, and then in California, cause it's West of the Mississippi, you can have any and all of the above. So you can have Captain America or Iron Man, Wolverine, you know, all fantastic four, okay. all of them can, can show up over there. The more you know. Yeah. So that's kind of like, you know, why. <laughs> All right. I'm the I'm gonna give know. this cue a two. I can't give it a one because a one is just a cue that you would see on like a triceratops spin or a um a teacups, any sort of like outdoor railed cue. Uh Agreed. so it's a two for me. I'll drink three. What about you? Yeah. Uh I'm I'm coming in I'm coming in at a two as well. Uh this 
this queue, this whole ride has like a, yeah. Ooh, you just said we got we were just drink we mentioned Six Flags. So, so. <laughs> yeah, the uh, yeah, wah, antithesis wah, wah, wah. to our. Mm. So all, yeah, yeah so all themes, uh, but we will also drink three. entertainment world. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I'm coming in at two. You're coming in at two. Uh, three. Uh, we're drinking the difference. So, Chaws. Three for each. Glug, glug, glug. Okay, next is the length of ride. Uh, this ride's incredibly short. It's two minutes start to finish. Uh, that's the total ride time. Most of that is uh, is being slowly air cushioned in descent after you, you know, rocket up to the top. Um, as I said earlier, the capacity for this ride is only like 550 per hour. Uh, so if it's busy, expect to be kind of disappointed, and I would probably skip it. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, that's really very dismal. That 500 something riders per hour, like I, that's very low. <clears throat> I think that's the lowest we've heard of. Very low. Yeah. It's it's super low. It, it's not you know, super I've never waited very long for this ride, so yeah. it doesn't seem to be too big of a problem. Yeah, but it's one of the most like one of the more we'll we'll get into this in the next uh, the next zone. But it's one of the more thrilling attractions that sure. uh, that they have. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of quickly changing with the advent of like the loss of yeah. Um. So like that, in but, terms of length of ride, uh, you need uh, more ride. Like you said, it would be better if it went down again and went back up. Um, you know, it's a lot of, it's, it, it could be a lot of weight for very little, very little payoff, but, um, so I'm, I'm going to give it here. I'm going to give it a two here as well. Cheers. Yep. Ditto. Drink three. Same, same four locals. Break it up. <laughs> <sighs> That caffeine pill is starting to kick in. Oh yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So the next one is yeah. This is a successful category. This shit is thrilling. You know, you rocket. Yeah, for sure. This is like it's one very successful category. You rocket 185 feet into the air. It's into the open air. Like I said, you know, you when you walk in to the loading zone. There's like walls all around you. You can't tell kind of like, you can't really tell what's happening. And then you raise up slightly yeah. and then you, you rock it off to the moon. And you actually, the, the force is so intense that it uses more thrust than a 747 jet engine and accelerates faster wow. than the space shuttle. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, it's like that slingshot yeah, wow. type <laughs> ride, you know, those rides where uh, they, gotta... they do that, but it's way more controlled. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's it's yeah. way more controlled. It feels a lot safer. I've never done one. I don't I don't like those I won't do those slingshots. They they I do feel not, like I would get in the slingshot yeah, and then it would just keep going. Um, it would just uh, launch out. I don't I know I'm just not comfortable <laughs> with it. Uh this ride's got a height restriction of fifty two inches. So you gotta wait until you're a little bit older. Yeah, that's, that's like least, you know, like two, two some tall. people even adults might not get uh, on this ride. Also, <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, like if you're an adult, yeah, just get on your heels, platform, take a, take a, platform shoes. Take a spin. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is a this is a very thrilling ride. Um, what for else? Sure. Totally. Yeah. People, yeah. like I said earlier, they freak the fuck out in this ride, and there's such a huge buildup of anticipation uh, because they do the countdown differently. You know, like there's multiple versions of the countdown, and uh, you know that you're you're not able to see anything because you're stuck between yeah. the walls. It's it's pretty awesome. So I'm. I'm going to give this... I'm actually going and giving it I'm also it giving a, it a five. Perfect. Let's drink to Universal Creative. Cheers. Yeah, I think it comes under the five. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, boys and girls. Okay. Immersion. This is the sights, <laughs> the sounds, the ride vehicle. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You know, 3D is immersive, 4D is better, so I don't know why this land chose to do it in 2D everywhere. (laughs) The whole thing is in 2D. Um, You know, I said it before, it's kind of a fun way to bring comic book characters to life in the real world, but it it just doesn't... doesn't do it. When you're up in the air, you see all of Universal, uh, the backstage areas. Like, there's one point where, like, I just remember staring for a while at, like, a a big shed-type uh, thing backstage and like you know dump trucks around it and I'm like that's a negative for me. Wait so is that like a positive or a negative? For immersion that's a negative like we're talking oh, about immersion. See, like, I think the view is the best yeah I suppose I, I suppose like immersion in the story then it's a negative but um, for me like that view it's like one of the best views I mean you, you like when you I remember like when you go up park. and you just see that you're like higher than the roller coasters that's like it's almost like you know that, but it's also like kind of like whoa, like look at how friggin' high we are. But um, yeah, totally. It, it also depends on like which which uh, side of the towers you're on, because you could be just like looking yeah, out. Yeah, see, that to me is that to me like really kills the immersion. Uh, and then like I, like I mentioned, just seeing that like like gray like plastic you know skeleton like just talking, but it's like nothing's moving on him. It wasn't even an animatronic. Yeah, nothing's moving on it. It's just got it's some very like, plastic it's looking. Very, it's very like, plasticky looking. Really? Like I, you know, in that in that situation, Universal has a screen problem. They should have had screens. It should have been three sixty screens all around that. Like they should have had something all around. So it was oh, like, you know, cool. thing, you know, and you were really just like, you know, it was like kind of moving and but that one stationary plastic skull is just awful it is it is not very good um there are some kind of like cool little easter egg stuff uh if you look in the pavement right in front of the ride you'll see like electric splat marks of uh, some of dr doom's previous victims they're kind of like outlines like of dead people i guess and they are actually the remains of the fantastic four so i guess in this story of this ride, wow. Doctor Doom wins and like, kills the Fantastic Four. Okay, well they're not so fantastic fear. then. Mm. Um, the mediocre four. <laughs> the mediocre. The mediocre the four, four losers. Uh, do you want me to go first, or where, where do you want? Okay. Um, I'll go. I'll go first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that it's a. It's yeah. about a ten points uh, immersion, and I am going to say that it comes in at a three and a half 
Tiger I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to give him a four. Charles. Okay, so that covers all of our um, of our technical categories. I've scored it a 13. You scored it a 12. Uh, grand total average of 12.5 out of 25. Uh, tie goes to the ride, so it's scoring a 13 right now. 13 out of 25. It's not as bad Halfway as I there. thought it was going to do in the technical um, rounds. No, I I think you know like the thrill it it, it yeah, picks really up crushes points over there. the thrill level so. Yeah, totally. Um, and the last, uh, the last category is our fun or nostalgia or, you know, like ha- how you're mm-hmm. feeling about this ride. Uh, kind of the dark horse category. It's out of 25 points. It's a real, real kick in the caboose. With this one. Um, I think that this ride is really, really fun. As we already heard, this is a Beaver family favorite. Um, it has the best view in Orlando, as I just, as I just mentioned. Um, and as long as that there's no like huge weight, I'm absolutely going on this uh, every time that I'm at Islands of Adventure. I I I really like it. I really like it more than I should. I think. Um. Yeah, I think this is a lot of fun. I mean, if like this is a fun category, I think this is a lot of fun. Um, the like you know, even the fact that you like your mom went on it five times, like for someone to people to like, just get off a ride and go back on it. I, I had that experience on uh, expedition Everest. I would get off expedition Everest and get right back in. There was a low weight and just keep right. I wrote it, I think like five or six times in a row and just was wooing the whole time. Uh, so I think if a ride does that, if it makes you just want to jump right back in line, like it's a sign of a good ride. If you go on a ride and you're like, ah, I'm done, I don't know. It, it it might not be the most fun ride. So it's it's definitely a fun ride. Yeah, for sure. So uh, point-wise, what do you think? You want to go first? You want me to uh, go? You, you're the boss, Applesauce. Where, what would you like? This Applesauce thinks that this ride getting... I was, I was debating a couple different couple different scenarios in my head. I think I think it's getting a seventeen. Like debating, does it go higher? Does it like go to eighteen? But I think right now it's a it's a seventeen. I think that's going to put it where this ride deserves to be in the in, in the Marvel ranking. universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am actually going to go a point higher than you. I'm going to give it an eighteen on fun. Ah, all right. A lot of fun. That I don't hate this ride. Okay. So at the end of the day, although we did not match up in every category, I gave it a thirty. You gave it a thirty. It got a thirty. I think that's. I think that's where it belongs. You know, like like, Mazel Tov to you, Doctor Von Doom. That is the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. That they think I'm a doctor. I think this ride is a thirty. I think it, it deserved to. Dr. Von it deserved Doom. to break into the thirties, um, but it didn't deserve to break in the forties. Uh, no, no, uh, I agree. It's it's. I think I think low thirties, low thirties is where it belongs. It could have gone a point or two higher. Um, if it if fine. it this if is... they could put in some theming, if they can give it, like I said, close it for a year or two, like you know theme it up like let's bring it into the 21st century like if they could do that i think this ride could go up in points for sure oh big time yeah they need to throw a little point i think 
yeah, better theming, and and I would like to I would like to see it be a little bit longer. Like yeah, they more, need to think about the ride capacity issues, it. and like uh, see what they can do about that. Yeah, add another tower, you know. Yeah. Dumbo did it. Dumbo threw up just another. Do just do Dumbo it. Dumbo had the same just problem. Slow loader, and it just built another system. So Adrian, where where does this put this uh, in in the grand scheme of things? This puts this like kind of like right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, our 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 top dog is still uh, still Tower the, of Terror. It's arch nemesis. The Tower of Terror has eighteen point five is eighteen point five points higher than it. <laughs> um. Uh. So that that says something right there. That that well, I mean, think about you know in in the way that we rank things. Uh, you know it it. It feeds where all of these failures are. Yeah, it, it, it wins all the technical rounds, uh, hands down. But yeah, so we've still got the Tower of Terror at 18.5, but it did beat out Triceratops Spin. It was the low man on the totem pole with 12 points. Came right in the middle, like right in the middle of, of these, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's middling. All right, okay. It, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's right around there with... Middling. It's, <laughs> it's got a type five, you know. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, do you? Is this a must do for you? When you're at Island? um. It's not a must do, but I think I have an experience. I think, you know, um, I think I feel about it maybe the way you felt last week when we talked about Men in Black. Like, if I've got time, I'm going on it. Uh, if but there's other things that are that are coming ahead of it. Sure. Sure. I'm only usually in Universal for one day, um, but I definitely like it, you know. So if I walk past and it's a low low weight, I'm going on. Yeah, I mean you're gonna be you're gonna be right next to it because of Spider Man. Yes. So, you know, like that that is a must do. For I, I I'm gonna go out and say it for anybody that goes to Islands of Adventure, Spider Man is a must do attraction. They better not touch it. So. Um, <laughs> I, you know, as we've talked about in my family, this is a must do. Um, my mom will, or there as a family, my mom will make us do it. And if I'm there uh, without her, I will do it for, you know, for her so that, it, you know, nostalgia purposes. Yeah, you got to pour one out. Pour one out for the mama. Uh, <laughs> how, how long do you think you'd wait for this ride? Luckily, we don't have to do that very often. It's not usually a big wait. Uh, the tops would be 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I think like I'm like 15, walk on 15, maybe 20, 25, I guess. I don't know if I, I, I think that if it said 30, I'd, I'd walk on by, I'd walk fast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it depends. Like, I, like I said, it's like if it's, yeah, I mean, probably the, the honest answer is like 15, but like if I really wanted to go on it, I'd wait 30 minutes, for sure. Yeah, okay, I, I'm with you there. I, I think that I'm, I'm similarly. Uh, yeah, I, I feel about it similarly. There's some rides where you just like you, you ever get that where you're like, I'm in the mood for this ride. Like, I, like even before sure. you're planning your trip, you're like, there's certain things where you're like, I'm really in the mood to ride Haunted Mansion. But there's sometimes where it's like, oh my god, I'm just so in the mood to ride Splash. And there's the you know, so that happens sometimes. So if you're like, if you're thinking about Doctor Doom, and they're in the mood for it, you'll wait a little longer. Agreed. Totally. Totally agreed. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we close out, how drunk are you on a scale of Mr. Fantastic Dr. Reed Richards to a lowly Doombot henchman? Oh, I think I'm um, one of the Fantastic Four. I don't know which one. 
You can be uh, Susan Storm. She's okay, like, uh, I am Susan uh, Invisible, Miss Invisible Storm, because I am coming in like a hurricane on this four loco. <laughs> okay, I uh, I think I'm coming in uh, as uh, Loki, because after these four locos, I'm feeling a bit Loki and Nikabeza. Cute. All right, so. Uh, Guys, the, the Dark Ride is presented by Drunk History and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is always free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, uh, hopefully giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those reviews and ratings really, really help us out. Um, you can also help us by just telling a fellow Disney parks-loving or theme parks-loving uh, friend to listen in, whether it be that they love Universal or SeaWorld or Six Flags, uh, you know, just tell them that they should listen to us because we're fun and they'll like us. We'll be their best friends forever. You can always feel free to hit us up uh, drunkdistry at gmail.com for comments and uh, anything else that you want. You want some drink recipes? I got some drink recipes hanging out my back pocket. Let's do it. Uh, also, please feel free to follow us on Instagram for lots of Disney parks content, uh, theme parks content, at drunkdistry. Um, thanks for joining us, and remember to always keep your kingdom cool. Mm-hmm.